Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, aka the Anti Draper, aka one half of the Anonymous Nerds. And I'm Chris Mitchell, the other half of the Anonymous Nerds. And my aka today is Paolo Santiago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's, where's the Santiago come from? So, Paolo, so check this out. No, check this out. Hit check me. this out, right? Me and the lady, mm. we were in the, in the house listening to affirmative action. So, the firm. The firm, yeah. So, Nas isn't cancelled in our household. But wow. we were listening to Affirmative Action mm. and then she pulled up a firm name generator. That's deep. She was like, I wonder what your firm name would be. So I started getting all excited thinking I'm going to come with some cool name like, you know, Sosa the Second or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the name that the name generator came up for me yeah. was Mad Clown. Mad Clown. Yeah. So you have AZ, a.k.a. Sosa, mm. Nas Escobar. Mm. Can't remember Foxy's a.k.a. Mm. But I was Mad Clown. I'm like, I can do a better job than this. So I thought, let me choose the name. Paolo, because it's very, very swaggy. Yeah. And Santiago, which is a place in Cuba mm. where all the dark skinned people reside. <laughs> no, I'm team dark skin for real. Hashtag team dark skin. Oh, dear. And okay. it refers to the fact that I'm going to Cuba in October. So nice. it just worked. Paolo think- Santiago. Cuba is one of the destinations I would like to go to. I've heard very good things about. Well, you know, you could go to Cuba, but you've decided to spend your money on other things. <laughs> like what? Like, let's get into it. Go on, no, go we, on, have, we have to. Talk we have to, me, to get into me, this. Talk to me, talk Off to the me. mic, you told me some really start, like startling news, right? Startling news and yes, that breaking yes. news and you that turned into a spendthrift. <laughs> yes, you turned into a spendthrift. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, a few weeks back, we did an episode called "The Price of Everything." When me and my co-host, we sat here and we moaned about the cost of living. It's hard out here. This fool, <laughs> he went out and spent like three hundred and fifty pounds. On Jay-Z and Beyonce tickets. I'm pretty sure it's right? 180, but all right. He even bought Kingdom Come Test Press It. I don't know why. I don't even want the real copy. <laughs> I got the But vinyl. anyway, anyway, he has now told me he's willing to spend, what, four figures? So, four, right. No, four figures. Bear in mind, four figures means we're got starting at 1,000. All right, so check okay. it, right? So check it. Check Explain it. yourself. So check it. Liverpool are in the Champions League final. I'm a lifelong... Liverpool fan. Remember, we have American listeners. Explain who Liverpool is. Liverpool are a soccer team. Soccer. Soccer. With I, hey, I need some water. Um, so Liverpool are don't, a soccer don't, don't team. Don't mock the listeners, bro. No, nah, I always say that, bro. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, so Liverpool are a football soccer team. Um, in the final against Real Madrid, I it's come to my attention that someone I ha- I know has tickets, legit ones, not black market ones, legit tickets, category one. And has asked me if I want the ticket. And I'm seriously thinking about it because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that I'm never going to do again. Liverpool fans, and look, there's a gamble. They may lose, they may win. But Liverpool, it's about the experience, not just about the game. It's in Kiev. Flights are extortionate right now. And I'm looking into <laughs> a chartered flight. What's it? What's it what's a chartered it flight will take you there and back. So it will be set. So you'd leave like Liverpool at like seven o'clock in the morning, get to Kiev at like five. Bear in mind, we live what three hundred miles from Liverpool. Yeah, but I got people up there. I got it, people up there. Those people aren't going to teleport you to Liverpool. No, dude. but so that... if you need to be in Liverpool for seven a.m., that means you need to leave the crib at like four a.m. Friday night because the game's on Saturday. The game's on a Saturday, so I'm gonna leave on a Friday night. Head know. up there. I don't know what to say. Man. I'm just saying it's. it's I'm I'm seriously thinking about well, it. Well, if you're thinking about it, all all I know is that your house is going to be empty for three days. 
Wow, you, you might just come, you might come back to no floorboards, bro. <laughs> you might be some home alone, like Marth. I've reached the top. You might just fall wow. to the ground, bro. I'll take your sofa. You got a nice TV in there. <laughs> I see you got the mini Super Nintendo. Just, I'll take that. You're just snitching. Like, straight up just telling people how to rob me right now. That's deep, bro. That's oh, deep. Yeah. That's deep. You just... I'll house it for you, you know? No, I don't, want, I don't need you in my house. Like. I don't need but you if I've house. told everyone to rob your house, you're going to need someone there, innit? Someone will be there. I'm not going to leave my house, like, vacant. Well, I've seen your neighbours. They can't even bust a grape in a food <laughs> flight, bro. <laughs> your neighbours got freedom passes, man. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get on today's topic. Yes, what is today's topic? So today's topic is mental health. So for those who aren't aware, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. So we felt it would be a good opportunity to dedicate an episode to it. And this year's focus is stress, something mm-hmm. that we all feel. Um, now, there are different types. Um, and I think, you know, there's loads of statistics around, you know, the amount of stress we feel, mental health in general, it's um, not a buzzword, but a lot of people are discussing this and have been for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So today I was on the Mental Health Awareness website mm-hmm. and uh, YouGov, YouGov yeah. and app, YouGov and app. YouGov and app. They did a, a survey and a poll. Survey and app. Yeah, so they, they basically spoke to, and I'm going to get detail now. Go on, hit me. 4,619 respondents, yes. right? And they did a poll on stress mm. and stress levels in the UK. So check these stats out, right? They say that in the past year, of people have felt so stressed that they have been overwhelmed or unable to cope. Wow. 46% reported that they ate too much or ate unhealthily due to stress. Check this out. 29% reported that they started drinking or increased their drinking. 16% reported that they started smoking or increased their smoking. Wow. 36% of adults who reported stress in the previous year cited either their own or a friend's relative long-term health condition as a factor. Of those who reported feeling stressed in the past year, 22% cited debt, debt. as a cause of their stress, a debt, Man. or debt in general. But this is the part, or the stat that really hit me. Hit me. The number isn't that high, but just the factor itself. Yeah. So for people who reported a high level of stress, 12% said they felt stressed through a need to respond to messages instantly. 12%. Just 12%, but I think that's way too high. <sighs> that is way too high. It's way too high. The, the the feeling that you need to respond. The anxiety you would feel if you don't respond to someone instantly because we're in this world now, everything is so... And that hit instant. me uh, on a personal level because mm. I suffer from that. So before we get into the you know our experiences um, directly, there are a few types of mental health issues. Yep. Some of them interlinked. Mm-hmm. So one we just mentioned, anxiety, um, stress, obviously, and, and the anxiety it can bring, paranoia, mm-hmm. um, depression. Yep. Because sometimes you can have so much stress and anxiety, it leads to depression Absolutely. or para, para, uh, paranoia. Absolutely. And then one thing that we tend to do, uh, especially in this side of the world, is to self-medicate, which is a slippery slope. Um, and one that a lot of people take especially in entertainment um in music um and other industries where they just can't cope because life is working and going too fast do you want to go into a bit about some of the experiences you've had with mental health you mentioned that you touched upon it just now about the anxiety you feel if you Mm -hmm. need to respond instantly yeah so i mean 
you're a friend of mine. You're someone I trust and respect. So there may be some things I say mm. in this episode that I may not have told you before. Okay. So I apologize if it's if it's a bit of a shock to you, but 2017 was my darkest year ever. Uh, I suddenly found at the beginning of the year, I suddenly I I found myself unemployed like a month after I moved into my new flat. Right. And I had a good few years prior to that. I often say to people, I had a really good run from like 2013 to 2016, got engaged, bought the flat, album did incredibly well. I was on a high. Yeah, the Rockefeller run. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, was, I, was, I was doing Jay-Z numbers out here. Right. You just had to weave him in, didn't you? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so the beginning of 2017, I found myself unemployed. On top of that, the prospect of being a provider Mm. and being a homeowner mm. and being a husband and being a good husband the the onus and the expectation and the pressure that i put on myself began to overwhelm me um i am going to say and I, when i when i first started feeling this way i was in a state of denial i think that's a, a key factor to consider when you're dealing with mental health awareness is that some people don't want to accept what's happening to them they don't want to accept the reality of the situation so they either deny it or they self-medicate or they find yep. another way to deal with it. Yep. So originally I was in denial. What I started to do, I started to look at the symptoms that I was showing, like my behavior patterns. Right. I'm thinking, what's, what's going wrong with me? So yeah. I Googled it one day. I put on all the weight I had lost two years prior. Wow. I put it all on in, in the space of like three, four months. God. Okay. So one of the, uh, the, the symptoms mm -hmm. of depression mm -hmm. is a change in your eating habits. So some people eat a lot more, which is what I started to do. I was banging down that breaded chicken like right, right, nothing, right right? right? right, right. Some people eat less. It started to affect my sleeping pattern. So sometimes I would sleep until maybe 11, 12 midday. Wow. Some nights oh, wow. I'd be up at 3 a.m. Damn. And I couldn't, and I couldn't sleep. You couldn't, you couldn't sleep. couldn't sleep. I started to drink a lot more as well. So... My lady had a birthday party last October and people started bringing drinks over for the party and whatnot. So we had a little mini off license. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was making that Southern Comfort and that Captain Morgan vanish, right? <laughs> Mr. Patel's off license and that. <laughs> Dude, I had the off I had my very own off license. Yeah. So I was drinking a lot more as yeah. well. Yeah. Very moody. Right. Very moody. Um and I was very I was at a point in my life where I was really just easily irritable. Yeah. Yeah. So people, anything people say would just annoy me. It would upset me. Uh, I was increasingly pessimistic mm. about people, about the world around me. I found it hard to trust people. And I just became a negative ball of stress right. and energy. And when I did my own self-diagnosis, basically did a Google search. Yeah. It said that all these symptoms were signs of, of depression. Yeah. I think. So I, I struggled. I struggled with that for like <clears throat> 10 months. And what it's really made me realize just how how fragile some of us are as, as human beings. And I don't mean fragile as a bad thing. Yeah. I think everybody has their breaking point. Of course. And, you know, there's all different types of things that can force Frankenstein's hand. Um, but for me, it was that feeling of how am I going to provide and keep this new roof over my head when there's no money coming in? And I started to panic. I felt like a failure. Yeah. As a man. I felt embarrassed. I know I told you, mm -hmm. um, but there were some people I just felt embarrassed. I couldn't share it with them. Right. Because I felt like I was a disappointment and a failure 
to these people. Dare I say, dude, there were a couple of days where I, I thought maybe it's best I wasn't here. Well, that will, that will tend to happen when you're in depression because you're not really necessarily thinking at your best um, in terms of your mental best. And you're not, ref- you're not, it's not a true reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. You reach a certain point. The fragility you talked about um, is quite important because you get to that point because you're wearing away the all that kind of, not Superman or Superwoman cloak, but you're wearing away past the muscle to the bare bone. And at that point, that's all you've got. Um, and that's why people feel so fragile. And that's why those triggers, when you get into a similar situation, you just go to zero to a hundred real quick because you, you got that, that patience is almost like taken out. Patience as a middle man or a middle person or middle woman is out. And you just go from, I'm just really irritable right away. Mm. You just lose that. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, people who, have, who are listening to this have probably can identify or relate with if not all but most of those symptoms because we all go through it it's it's part of it's almost like a part of our life mm, now mm. at some point we're going to feel stress and anxiety then it becomes different levels right i think money plays a big part when you don't have the money in the capitalist world we live in where everything is driven by money we need money to go out we need money to buy food we, we need, need money. money to live we need money to live we need money to pay for the roof over our head mm-hmm. that becomes an a, a, a an extreme burden on on whoever it is, whether it's you or whether it's you know someone's wife, you know it could it could have a massive effect on them. Um, what what what's funny though, and it's not funny as in ha ha funny. I always thought, and I always knew that mental health was a serious issue. Yes, because there are people in my family who suffer from mental health issues. Yeah, but it was one of those things that I knew was a serious issue. But for some reason, I thought it would never affect me directly. Mm. I thought I was almost exempt to it. But we all do that, though. Because it's the ego. It's it's ego, but also I find in the ethnic community or ethnic communities, we tend to normalize misfortune and trauma. Wow. So we just say, oh, it's life. We get on with it. We do, because I think maybe the generations before us have just seen things and got on with it. Right. We're going to get into it later. We might as well get into it now. If we're talking about stigmas within the, the culture and things like that, um, that being one is very important. They will just go, we get on with it. We don't complain because by their very nature, ethnic communities are conservative by nature. Mm-hmm. Not by political affiliation, but by nature. They don't like to talk to anyone outside the household. They like to keep it in-house. And sometimes, like BT said, it's good to talk, but they're not willing to do that. But what Amongst the- themselves or to the wider community. But what are the negative effects of that? Because when I was growing up, one of the first thing I was taught, I was taught before yeah. I even knew what two plus two was. Yeah. Always make your clothes match color wise. That's yeah. important. Safe and that. Yeah. Make your clothes match. And also don't chat your business. But now I'm older, I'm starting to realize that if you don't chat your business and you're internalizing all this stress. Yes misfortune yes negative energy yeah it needs to go somewhere it needs to if go it doesn't yeah. go somewhere it will reside within you it will fester and grow into something dare i say cancerous yes it, 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 and i think you're right if if you are internalizing something then with that comes all the permutations variables of how you think about yourself mm-hmm. right so when you start internalizing anything you then start having a lack of perspective you'll have a certain amount and then it goes out the window depending on how you feel that day. You may, f- you may wake up one day and feel great. And so mentally, your health is fine. 
if you're having an off day, you start eating badly, you start feeling a little hungover, then all of a sudden it's different. All bets are off. You start thinking bad about yourself. You start, you start going to the depth, the depths of hell in that respect, which can be very traumatic for people. And there's no way to get it out. So with ethnic people, right? Um, and we talked about this, actually. You said you saw an article on the BBC regarding um, alcohol drinking in the in in the Punjabi community. Yes. Right. Yes. So they were saying that it's a it's a problem that's it's quite prevalent. It's an epidemic. I didn't know. Right. So this is something that people who are, are closely affiliated to that um, community will know that certain ethnic communities like to drink. Right. To have a good time, parties, weddings, etc. However, sometimes it goes a step too far where people who come over from India or, you know, that part of the, the world, when they come here and find that life is too hard, they've got no one to talk to, what they end up turning to is drink. Because they think in, they, they feel like most people, it numbs the pain. Actually, all that does is it creates another obstacle in order to actually deal with those issues. So all you're doing is drinking away your pain, not dealing with your pain. And then all that comes out is abuse mm. and anger because you're now you're, you're, you're in this circle. Oh, here's the word quagmire. You're in the <laughs> quagmire. Yes. Where you can't get out of Cess it. Cesspit. Cesspit of a quagmire in that. Wow. So wow. you're now in a quagmire where you're not able to get out of. Mm. And they're not willing to talk to anyone because if you talk to anyone within the community, now they look down on you. So now you go further and further and further down. And that links into another point that I wrote in my yeah. notes. Fear of judgment. Yes. Yes, Ethnic absolutely. communities love to judge. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my days. I've never seen anything like it. I remember when my grandma was alive. God bless her soul. Mm. And there was a member of our community. I'm not going to say names. Yeah. Their child had encountered some legal issues. Right. And literally had to go away on an iron holiday. Right. And... She started getting phone calls right. from people saying, oh, you know, you know, so-and-so's gone away and they've gone yeah. to jail. And they were almost happy about it. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because they saw this situation happen and they thought, well, you know what? It makes me feel better about my grandchild or, or my son or yeah. my child or daughter, whatever. But my grandma had to call some of these people out and say, hold on. That's not the way to, to deal with this. We need to look at this person like they are our child. Yes. The same good you want for your child, you should want it for other children. But then it also makes me realise is the reason why in, in ethnic communities that we don't speak up is because we don't want to be judged because we know the judgment is coming. Yeah. We don't. We, we keep it in-house. And actually you need like ethnic communities and people in ethnic communities. And we say that because we are both ethnic. Not, you know, we're just random people just, you know, no, bringing ain't. down the ethnic uh, community. I'm not black, I'm OJ. <laughs> you're, you're Kanye, dude. Oh, bro, no, no, no. I am the Mount Olympus of black consciousness. <laughs> I said it last time and I'm sticking with it. And I'm the potty mouth of the South. Yeah, you are the potty mouth of the South. You're an absolute disgrace. <laughs> so uh, ethnic, ethnic communities, when it comes to this stuff, they, need, they won't go see therapists. They won't go see psychiatrists. It's not in their vocabulary to use. It's right? seen as a weakness. It is. Why are you going to go and tell a stranger or a random person your business? Right. And are you an idiot? The sad thing is, is ethnic people feel like they can deal with it in-house, but they're just not qualified to deal with the situation. But could it be, and yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate Hit here, me, hit me. Because ethnic people have had to deal with so many different types of hardships 
for such a prolonged amount of time yes. that we're just used to, we just get on with it. It's almost like a, a, a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is life. Yes. For some people, going horse riding, swimming, yeah. walking the ascots and the corgis yeah. and having afternoon tea every other day, that's life. Yes. What about the people who just experience trauma and now think this is a part of life and we are here to just deal with it? Get on with it. It's like you said, it's normalised, it's it's part of life. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. But at some point, someone with a bit of leadership and a bit of perspective at some point will go, but I'm burning myself to the ground here. And actually, I'm not doing myself any favours because all you're doing then is putting on a facade to go, no, no, it's fine. It's sweeping under the carpet. And like we know, and maybe it's just because we're a different generation, we didn't have the same stresses as previous generations, or we do, I don't know. I think but, we have it worse. Right. But if we sweep it under the carpet, it doesn't, it doesn't, mm. you don't deal with the, the, the root of the problem, right? If you, if you got a bad gardening sounds like, you know, now you know what I do in my life. Um, <laughs> So in the suburbs, I have to do some gardening because I got, well, got shares in that. I got shares. I got. I got. I got. A, I got a drive to to well, take plant, care of. You plant seeds in that. Yeah, blood barley and that, parsley and that. What tomatoes and that? Yeah, yeah. So, so if you wanna, if if you've got a bad tree, you don't just cut the leaves. You got to take it out from the root, right? The root. You got to get the root out from the it? root. You, you got to get on your hands and knees, and you got to take it out from the root and pull out the weeds, right? Otherwise, they'll grow badly, mm. right? And ultimately, you got to get to the root of something. If you don't. You're leaving yourself open to uh, a mishmash of this whole. Basically, you're li- you're li- you're waiting for something to happen that's not going to happen, right? And waiting for that is going to be crazy, like mm. Einstein said. If you're waiting but, for a different, if you're waiting for a different result, what's going to happen? I will say though, I think the younger ethnic generations are changing the perception in a good way around mental health and accessing therapy, for example. Now, I can only speak for my community. Mm-hmm. There's three signs. Go on. Of, you know, you had the new jack swing? Yes. I call it the new black swing, right? <laughs> there are three key signs of the new black swing. Go on. That lets me know we are different right. to our forefathers. Yeah. First sign, mm-hmm. we hire cleaners now. Yes, we do. In the ethnic community, once upon a time, hiring someone to clean your house was an absolute disgrace. Yep. You were trash. Yep. We are now hiring cleaners and feeling no way. Secondly, a second sign mm. of the new black swing, mm. share butter toilet paper. Yes. Okay. I buy share butter toilet paper. Why the Kleenex and that? No. Help the dog and that? I want the moisture to access various parts of my body. Are you talking about the piss or the shit? What are you talking about? The moisture? No, the moisture from the, it's oh, the okay, tissue paper. Okay, it's okay, share butter, okay, bro. Okay, okay. Right? No palmers and that. We've got to boycott palmers, by the way. Why? Because they're messing with the sauce. Okay. They've changed the formula. Yeah. And it's not working for my black I, skin anymore. I don't know who they are, but cancel them. Yeah, they're cancelled. Cancelled. Next time you go to a hair shop, one of your people own. Yeah. If you look on the shelf, yeah. you'll see palmers. Palmers are cancelled. Cancel that. Yeah, they've messed with the sauce. Okay. Karen. Okay. And the last and third sign <laughs> of the new black swing yeah. is that we are open to going to therapists. Yes. I was watching the Breakfast Club mm-hmm. uh interview with, with Royce the Five Nine mm-hmm. and he said a big factor in helping him overcome his alcoholism mm. and anxiety mm. was going to therapy right and he just released a, an awesome album by the way i haven't heard it yeah. in full but yeah amazing and he talks about how the therapy helped him to look at events that happened in his childhood sure and events that he had 
buried and internalized and was like, oh my God, I remember when this happened and this is how it's right. made me feel. Right. Charlemagne also goes for therapy yes. every Friday at 3 p.m. He always mentions that. Yeah. He makes a point of mentioning that, which is good. And I'll put it out here. Me, me and my lady, we go for couples counseling. Cool. And when we were in our counseling session, um, the, the counselor slash therapist, when I was telling her about how I felt about certain things and she delved into my childhood. Yeah. And she's like, that's why you are the way you are. Of course. And uh, I sat there, you know, you know, like, um, what's homeboy's name from Dungeons and Dragons? Venger. Venger. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought this woman's moving like Venger. I looked at her like, yo, this woman is proper mumra. Like she, she. The ever living. You know, when someone, she, bruv, she slid into the DMs of my life. <laughs> that's what she did. That's what she did. She slid into the DMs of my life and there were things that I thought I had dealt with mm. and things that I wasn't even aware that were still issues or factors as to why I am the way I am that she just brought to the forefront and that's when I knew the seriousness of counselling therapy that's real I respected it The I respected her powers the quote of the podcast even though I'm finished is she slid into the DMs of my life yes that's the best thing <laughs> I've ever heard she slid, in, slid in into the last the DMs 10 of my years life. that's the best thing I've ever heard I'm stealing that I'm bro, taking that I'm running with that you know when they say people were in your business yeah oh she went bro oh. but look uh, she's right the the experiences that we have as children make do make us who we are and, and it's a it's a big thing um fear and culture Spe hearing about what you were talking about there about the the new black swing yeah new black swing so could the yeah. figurehead of the new black swing of yeah. people like um, Pharrell <laughs> after he okay. started wearing that hat um, fedora whatever you call it the who fedora else, is real who else is new black swing I'm, I want to say Skepta because he's on GQ okay so he's new black swing oh yeah I'm, I'm middle ground wait 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 I'm middle ground because I hire a cleaner shout so out I'm to, nearly there shout out to Statement he got he getting featured in GQ his clothing label shut up yeah I'll show you hold tight Statement yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah? Back, yeah, he's like a captain and everything. Yeah, I'll show you. Oh, We've got to have him up on the show now. Yeah, yeah I've told we, him. We were going to have him before, but we've got to have him no, now. No, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful That's thing. That's beautiful. But, but, but no, I am, I am full Black Swing. Okay. New Black Swing. New Black Swing. But I am New Black Swing yeah. with a healthy serving yeah. of Negro spiritual. <laughs> you guys got to take it that step far. No, no, no. I'm New Black Swing, but I'm not, I'm not Pharrell New Black Swing. Okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, 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 okay. no. I'm not lattes and charcoal croissants. I've got, I got a latte and... Anyway, yeah, but you were eating chocolate with tea, sea salt, sea salt on that, sea salt on that. <laughs> oh man, I didn't get sea salt Why do I today. Keep saying tea salt. I don't know, um, but what you spoke about, absolutely agree with. It's part of it that we have more money now, that we're able to do those things. We have we we have this accessibility. We've grown up in a society which encourages that, not our own communities, but the wider society encourages that, and now we have the money to do those things. Yeah. And that has that has, has a big part. Yeah. We we have some either disposable income or benefits as, if it's work that we can go see a therapist. I mean, when but I say I also, we, I say me and you. Some people who listen to this podcast may not. But can I can I say something controversial? Hit and me. I love our forefathers, and I have absolute respect for what we call the sacrificial generation. Yes, yes, so yes. The people yes. who sacrifice so we could be better. Yeah. But a lot of us are dealing with the trauma that our parents should have dealt with, and they've passed on to us. I think we've been dealing with the trauma of how our races have been treated down not just the generations but for hundreds of years i i forgot what it's called but there was a, a professor slash scientist who yes. said that the trauma mm. of slavery yeah is genetically passed down through the babies but it's a choice though slavery is a choice remember 
Yeah, Kanye I, said it. Uh, well, we we choose to cho- we choose cho- to repress ourselves. I didn't choose to be born. I'm here now. Let's let's, <laughs> let's make it work. Let's make it work. Do you know what I mean? No, I I but, know what you mean, and I and I you know I take the point that there is trauma that has been passed down because it may not necessarily be passed down through DNA, but it could also be passed down through the generations, right? So when you said earlier, when you were a young kid, before you could do, you know, your two plus twos, you were told not to chat your business. That's something that has been learnt. But also, in addition to what you're saying, I feel that traits that are passed down mm-hmm. aren't necessarily just physical. So oftentimes we may say, oh, well, you know what? You look like your mum. You look right. like your dad. Right. So some people say, I look like my dad. Right. As I get older, they say, I look like my dad. Mm. I was with my niece yesterday. She's eight, mm. right? And her facial expressions, when she gets embarrassed or she wants to laugh, are just like my brother, right? Right. She doesn't spend that much time with right, my brother. Right, right, right. But I'm noticing her facial just, expressions right. are exactly yeah. the same. So it's what I call spiritual genes as well. Yeah. You yeah. don't just pass what? down your physical features, you pass down your behaviors, your traits, your Good quirks, point. your idiosyncrasies, mm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think it's the same with trauma. And I'm gonna say this, and this again, this is not a disrespect to the people who came before us, but the sins of the father will visit the children. Yeah. So a lot of what we're dealing with are issues that our parents unknowingly caused or didn't have the time or resources to fix look at black panther look at it <laughs> not, bro, look at t'challa are you done are you done but look what happened to t'challa right yeah half the problems he was dealing with in that film was because of his dad we are inheriting we have inherited a shit storm of things that we're all dealing through are you done <laughs> shout out to mbaku mbaku are you done but no we are and i totally agree and it, it we can only speak from our own perspectives. But yes, we are dealing with a lot of those things that still plague us to this day. And there's people out there who are going through much worse. And yeah, they need to seek help. They need to get through those issues because once they get through that, it makes life easier. Like you, you can't, you cannot deny the importance of good sleep. And if you're stressed, Ooh, you hit the nail on the head. If you're stressed and you're depressed and you can't sleep, you're not going to be able to function properly. Your body's not going to be able to heal. Your metabolism slows down. And all of a sudden, you're in this cesspit of shit. Yeah, it's true. No, it's funny you mentioned sleep because for the last few nights, I've had to, um, you know, the ocean sounds and rain sounds playlist on Apple Music. No, I'm not even, there's no music. It's just the sound of rain. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's YouTube I've been, as well. I've been playing them. Yes, yeah, it's, it's they, great. They, they help me to sleep. But unfortunately, being active members of the hip-hop community... What, a, lack of, a lack of sleep is almost promoted as a good thing. Oh, team I'm, wide awake. Yeah, I'm team no sleep. And I'm like, why are you promoting sleep deprivation? It's, it's not a, good for it's, you. It's a form of self-harm. It's not good for you. You have to sleep. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a form of self-harm. To me, what you're promoting is just as as detrimental as slitting your wrist. I'm sorry. Wow. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I would necessarily agree with that. Okay, let me tell you a story. When my mom was a midwife, um, she's, she's retired now. She said... Yeah. There was a doctor mm-hmm. who, this was when they had uh, shifts and yeah. they had pages. Yeah. And there was a doctor who, who basically worked for two, three days without sleep. Okay. He went home. Yeah. Went into his room. Yeah. And he died. Wow. I get it. I, I understand that because he has a tough job and he's not sleeping and he, he's looking for a way out. But I think... No, a way out, dude, he's... I, I believe sleep deprivation contributed to his death. Yeah, really no, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you said compl- well, like he was like, no, nah, I'm checking out, I'm out. No, I, I get that, I get that. Oh, but sorry, I think, Nat, sorry, Nat. I think there's 
I think it may not be as clear cut as just sleep deprivation compared to slitting your wrist because there's no factors that can contribute to someone wanting to slit their wrist and actually do it. Yeah, but also there's other contributing factors that someone would feel it's necessary for them to don't. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about people with insomnia. Okay, I'm not talking okay. because that's that's a condition. That's what I'm saying. That's something. But fine, I do fine. feel that we irresponsibly promote this culture of not sleeping. Yes, yes. If you oh, can sleep, if you stay awake. Someone, if you stay awake, that means you'll stay. You'll stay on top. Or if every minute you sleep, someone else is is taking your spot. Right. So that's I'm, different. Yeah, that's different. I'm just like no. That, I'm like, dude, like. Real, like relax yeah that's different that's different uh, yeah because if it's some because people have insomnia people can't sleep people are like sleepers mm-hmm. right and so sometimes they're like the the faintest of noises can wake someone up mm-hmm. and they won't be able to sleep and mm-hmm. it becomes difficult they become irritable they don't eat as well they don't feel like eating it's a, it's a whole thing and it kind of goes on to the next bit which is about the recommendations to manage your mental health right before we hit that though yeah i would definitely say that lack of resources yeah, is it, absolutely. Is a, is a reason why a lot Especially of people, in our communities. Yeah, a lot of people. And when I say lack of resources, I was talking to my counsellor. Yeah. And in our local area, they offer free counselling sessions. Really? To people. And, you know, we just had a little chit chat. And mm. a lack of resources, a lot of people don't have the money yeah. to access mental health yeah. or mental support, yeah. for example. And unfortunately, my counsellor did say that there are some people who, who slip through the cracks. So this was her way of kind of supporting or offering that extra support for people yeah. and giving them a way to access support but a lot of it is 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 a is a lack of resources because let's let's be real yeah can we can we talk about the elephant in the room mm-hmm. counseling and therapy as great as they are and as much as i'd recommend it it's not cheap no it's not that's what i'm saying that's what i said earlier about it's not cheap. that's what i said earlier that the reason why we're able to start thinking about these things is because we have money the previous generations one it was a taboo it was a stigma they don't want to go to they want to fall into that for the fear of looking weak, but also they may have not had the money. They're working two, three jobs. They don't have the time. Mm. We have slight. We have as much as we like to think we don't have the time. We can if we wanted to put aside t- time aside yeah. and go and do that. Because we're hiring cleaners now, so we we're hiring cleaners, so we don't have time to and, clean and share but a t- tissue paper. Yeah, so we've got that. So yeah, I agree. But in terms of not sleeping, which is a big thing, and I'm not necessarily a big fan of this team wide awake crap when you can actually go to sleep. I've never heard that one. Yeah, like some sort of Twitter, like, ah, team no sleep. Bro, I need my sleep, you know. No, I do too. Like, it's 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 I a it's a big thing. But exercise is a good thing. Mm-hmm. The endorphins in your body, pumping blood into your into your body can help, you know, get that. When people feel depressed, people feel stressed. They tend to stay in one spot. Go and get that, some. Go get some fresh air. And that's that was my biggest mistake when I was going through my depression. I didn't exercise, and yeah. that's. That contributed to me putting on all this weight. I was advised by people. My lady advised me. She was like, "Look, Chris, you need to go and exercise." Yes. And I didn't take their advice. God forbid. Mm-hmm. But should I go through that depression or mm-hmm. situation again? I would definitely exercise a lot more. Absolutely, exercise, and even just a change of environment. Just put yourself in a different environment, right? You know, go to a Starbucks, but then don't get arrested like those guys in America did for just sitting there. Well, I got shit that. from a Starbucks one time. No one offered to pay me no money. Yeah, we have to revisit that and that statue of limitations and that. <laughs> well, I didn't um, even get a free coffee. I accepted the apology. I'm trash. <laughs> I'm so trash. But you also mentioned something earlier, which was that now you're listening to just sounds, mm-hmm. like rain sounds. Mm-hmm. So quite leads me on to meditation. Yep. And not just sit there and in a stance, but just even just for five, ten minutes of the day, just block everything out. Close your eyes for five minutes each day. 
and just do nothing. My counsellor said I should be doing that because based on the information that I've given her, mm. I'm either thinking about things that have happened yep. or I'm planning for the future and I'm never in the present. Right. And so sometimes you just got to take a, it's it's like, I liken it to this, that moment where, let's talk about for Liverpool, that moment where a footballer, <sighs> like a footballer is about to score a goal. And you know, I don't know if you've ever had a moment where you played sports or if you're on stage or something, everyone just slows down in front of you and you can see everything so clearly. No, I've right. never had that. Okay, so footballers describe that. It's just that, no, it's I have, just I have a, actually. It's out of body experience. I banged in a couple of goals in my younger days. Get right. Me. And so in that moment where you've hit that goal, everything else just stops around you like the matrix, but something is happening in real time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that you can kind of achieve that state through being still. Right. Kendrick Lamar mm. said in an interview that he does meditation. Yeah. So he says for 30 minutes a day mm. or every other day, yeah. he's not thinking about his next lyric or the next show. Yeah. He literally just sits there and meditates. For 30 minutes. Because what you've got to do is you've got to look at your brain as uh, like if you're going to the gym. You go to the gym every single day and pump weights or exercise. You're going to pull a muscle because you're not giving your your uh, your body time to rest. Mm. If you're not giving your brain or your or your body time to rest, all you will have, all you'll do is overextend it. And when you overextend, you will lead to injury. In this case, you become worse and worse and you won't be able to get out of that quagmire we talked about, right? So sometimes you've just got to give your brain a rest and you've got to find ways. Ask for help, right? Take a break. Um, think about where you... Think about the support system you have in terms of your friends, right? Your friends and family. Sometimes family are trash. They can't help you. Sometimes fr- friends are trash. They can't help you. Go and I find... I can't believe we said that. Yeah. Sometimes fr- family are trash. Family can be trash. Are you t- trash are you- bags. Trash bags. Just because someone is your family member does not mean they're there to help you unless they actually help you. We don't want to deal with name only, right? Mm. You want someone who's actually there to help you. So someone that could be your brother and sister may not help you as much as a friend who you would call a brother from another mother or a sister from another mother. Yeah. So you've got to, why did you do that? I don't know. So you've got to find a good support system in that as well. And then you've got to also accept who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to accept who you are. A lot of people think that they're not good enough for, I, 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 for a long time I kept hearing people saying, Oh, I'm crazy. I'm different. I'm weird. Like it's something to be, it was either trivialized. Yeah. So people saying I'm crazy. Like it's funny when they really were a bit different mm-hmm. and not different necessarily good, but different in, in the sense that they were either like a danger to themselves or they weren't well. Or you had some people like, you know, I'm weird, feeling like they don't fit in. and that Society kind of, has a big part in that. You've got to accept, you've got to accept who you are. Like, yeah. so I mean, I'm emotional. Yes. I'm an emotional being. I can love you on Monday mm-hmm. and I will hate you on Tuesday morning. Yeah. I am emotional. I've accepted that about myself. Am I trying to change it? Yes and no. Right. Because th- that's who that's who I am. Yeah. There's parts of me being emotional yeah. that are a benefit. So when I'm recording music, the fact that I'm emotional, I can show you the different sides. I can do a song about love. Mm-hmm. I can do a song about hate. Yeah. I can do a battle track. I can do a love song. Yeah. So these things help. Yeah. You have to accept who you are. And what I would also like to add to this list yeah. in terms of managing your mental health yeah. and well-being is to do something you enjoy or do something you're good at. I don't know if I've ever told you this, mm-hmm. but starting this podcast with you was part of my healing. Right. In terms of managing my well-being and mental health. I, says, I said to myself, what can I do that 
is creative, gives me a different creative outlet yeah. as well. And something that's going to make me feel better about myself. And here we are, the Breaking Atoms podcast, episode what, 18? Yeah, something like that, but I want to cancel it. I remember you. I remember you said to me, "Well, no, I, I'm I'm, say, I'm saying it's like it was so long ago, but a few yeah. days ago, right, when when you leaving the podcast, I was very hurt, bro. Yeah, I was. This is was just cancel it. I want to cancel it. <laughs> Imagine we. Just, you know what? Should we cancel it? I want to be cancelled. Like I want to know how. It, see, look, I'm a weird guy. In see, I'm saying, look, look, I'm proving your point. I'm a weird guy, Chris. I want to know how certain things feel, because I can then visualize how someone would feel, and therefore. If I or someone I know or future generations of Sharmas go through it, I'm able to help them because I'm able to identify the feelings and the triggers okay. and the do I'll, right? I'll make your job a bit easier. Go on. You're cancelled. Okay. I don't believe it. No, you're cancelled. Safe for that. Managing well-being and mental health. Eat well. Yes. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah, because they, they... My lady... Okay, I got a shout her out. My lady said... Shout her out, bro. My lady did say to me that... Yeah. Your mood is also affected by what you eat. Well, look. I'm starting to eat more healthier than well, I've ever done. Sea salt and that. Chocolate dark, with sea salt. Dark chocolate and that. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm starting to eat more healthier than I've ever before. Oh, tofu and that. Yeah. So I'm trying to cut out um, bread. I've pretty much cut out dairy. Right. And. So what do you put in your tea? Almond milk. What? Yeah. Right. Man's in whole foods and that. Yeah. So what, what. What I've, I've found now is some of the junk food, or I'd consider junk food, like a Domino's pizza or things like that, that I would have normally before, I wouldn't feel no effect. Now, if I have a Domino's pizza or food from outside, the next day I have a kind of hungover feeling. And it's because of the amount of salt that's in there and my body's just feeling very sluggish, mm. right? However, if I eat, if I eat something home-cooked and, and I know what I'm putting in there and the amount I'm putting in there, I feel slightly different. I feel more energised. Mm. You've got to think about the foods and, you know, a lot of the food that we're intaking nowadays, whether it be meat or vegetarian or where you're getting it from, you know, I don't want to get into cow's milk right now because the amount of chemicals they're pumping in, steroids they're pumping in to the cows to produce that amount of milk for the demand, you're putting that into your body that has an effect on who you are. Mm. It has an effect on your mental health being, mm. right? So you've got to think about, it's like a car, bro. Your body's like a car. You've got to think about the type of oil and the type of petrol you're putting into it. Otherwise, it won't work. It will just come to a standstill and stutter and splutter in that. You don't want that. So the food you eat, where you eat it from, that's why fast food and having that on a regular basis is not good for you, right? You could have um, fries from McDonald's, right? And put it out in a plate, out you know on your on your dresser or wherever in your in your house. I guarantee you, not even ants or f or those kind of insects will take it because it's just stale. It doesn't even break down. The way they've made McDonald's fries and fast food fries is that it doesn't I, actually break down. I'm not gonna lie, bro. McDonald's fries they taste so bomb. Yeah, there was someone there was someone I I saw online. They bought a burger and fries they bought it two years ago and every single week and every single month and every single year they've been documenting what it looks like and it looks exactly the same as it did the day it bought it because it doesn't break down it's 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 constructed food that's not good for you so if that's doing that if it's just that if it's not so if you have fruit it goes off right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's no mold on right. mcdonald's okay there's no um, mold on that you've um successfully put me off mcdonald's for like two days i've not i don't Trust me, you should think about it because it has a big effect. I don't eat McDonald's a lot, but I do like fries. I get it, but you could, you know. Fries and that, fries and that. But 
Some salt and that. Some, not sea salt. <laughs> Something to think Packet about. salt. And all this information is available online. I'm not yeah. like, making up. You can you can research that. Um, but, but also drinking. Oh, yes. You've I mean, I don't drink, so, you know. I'm, drink responsibly yes. and drink sensibly. Don't try not, to, try not to self-medicate as a result of, of stress because that opens up a whole new bag of issues. You're, yeah. ne- you're then dealing with, you know, liver cancer and detox and all of that yeah. like all of that stuff no 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 because tablet tablets can have a big effect on your liver yeah absolutely don't don't, don't get me wrong i like to have a drink when of course you, you know you got a, you got a drink moderation and that moderation 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 Scribble up here. Moderation in the nation. No procrastination. <laughs> someone, came, someone came to me at work today and said, yo, I saw Famalam on the weekend. Watch all it's the episodes. Sick, right? And Have Scribble up here. I've seen all of them. Scribble up here. I, I just love the... Um... It took him 30,000 years to get to England. <laughs> That's one serious trip. <laughs> I, I, I just love the uh, the daytime hosts. The uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but all I remember is the female name. And my name is Fonke. This is what she says. No, Fonke. It's, it's all about Midsummer Murders, bro. No, I don't. know. I don't like. I don't know. I don't like that. Have no. you seen the one with the chicken? You yeah, with that? I've seen. I don't you finish, finish with that. I don't. How like, she can go to Jesus's last supper? I, I don't. And take the bread and go. You finish. You finish. Yeah, with that. that's yo, that's yo, funny. That's funny. Your boss man. You got some barbecue sauce. Your boss man. You got some. Bo- <laughs> yo, this bread is beer dry. <laughs> That is hilarious. It's a great show. It reminds me of The Real McCoy. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. But one thing mm-hmm. I'd like to add about mm-hmm. mental health yeah. and, and looking after your well-being. You yeah. know, we spoke about doing things you enjoy. Like, yes. Doing things you enjoy doesn't necessarily mean jumping off a building or bungee jumping or, no. or any of that stuff. It's just doing something that makes you laugh or brings a smile to your face. So whilst I was going through my issue, yeah. I watched The Sopranos. Nice, nice. And it really helped. It does. It really, because I woke up every day and I'm like, okay, no matter what happens today... I'm going to watch a couple of episodes yeah. of The Sopranos. It, it's about managing. Um, so what happens, what we what we tend to do as, as as people is we tend to set ourselves real big goals and we and it's natural. And what we don't do is we don't break them down or condense them or compartmentalize them, right? So it's about achieving short-term goals with a view to completing long-term goals. And so when you start breaking things down into manageable tasks, they become easier to complete your, your brain um, computes them and analyzes them in that way. And then you start feeling good. It's like the reason why if you go, if you're anywhere, you're working somewhere or work for yourself, whatever, and you write down your to-do list, there's something satisfying when you scribble out that one t- task or tick that one task. It's a psychological thing. And actually you've got to start small and build the confidence. It's about building momentum. Right, you momentum. Don't, momentum. Scribble a beat. You don't want to go too fast. You want to build momentum until you feel confident, right? And once you start feeling confident, you're on a roll. As again, I'll, I always, I always reference football because it's just a one. If you're a striker playing for a team and you haven't scored for ten games, you put extra pressure on yourself. And what you need to do is get a goal that just goes off your knee. It just goes into the goal. You need okay, a scrappy dude, goal. You want to go to know? the champion? I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Do you it. know what I mean? Do you want to, are you trying to, should we start a GoFundMe? Yes. Yes. You? Kickstarter and that. Yeah. Kick off and that. Fund your lifestyle. <laughs> fund your, but, but, fund your lifestyle. But my point is, is you've got to, you've got to get the small wins before you start going, I need to get over this, right? We're, we're very quick to, to try and solve something without getting to, through the steps that is needed. Mm-hmm. You know? Professor Sharma has spoken. Professor Sharma and that. So in closing. Yes. What we'd like to say. Yes. To our listeners is. 
whilst you take in everything we've just said, you know, we've looked at mental health, we've looked at the different types of mental health challenges that you may be facing. Yeah. Things that we faced, stigmas, possible solutions, for example. What I'd like to say in closing mm-hmm. is to seek help. If you're listening to this and we've described your current situation or you felt that way in the past or you feel your current situation worsening or there's someone you care about, a family member that you love and you see them exhibiting signs of mental health or I will say if you see them exhibiting signs that cause you some concern about their mental health and well-being, do whatever you can to access some help. Yes, absolutely. In the podcast description, we'll put up some links to some mental health charities. Mind yes. comes to mind, pun intended. Yeah. Um, but we'll put some links in, in the in the podcast description. Feel free to just click on them. I know a lot of these charities and companies, they offer resources. They'll, they'll offer you access to, you know, therapists, counsellors. I, I, I understand that you can also apply for counselling through your local GPs for those who are listening yes yes in, and there's, in London there's or apps the UK out, there's apps out there like Talkspace um, where you can get a registered therapist that can come and mm-hmm. help you as well I think what we'll do as well we'll put some some links to the apps that can help yeah. people like with meditation yeah, yeah. So like Headspace yes head, yeah, yeah Mindspace yeah yeah sure, that sure. Kind of stuff, no yeah. That, that, that's, a, that's a good idea but I think. yeah whatever I could whatever I can I mean if there was something I could say to close this episode it would be just that you're not alone access help you're not weird. You're not damaged. You're human. And we all we all go through we all go through these things. And it does it does help to talk and be open. And I, I just hope in the future that our communities will just become more open, more transparent, and that we'd be willing to share our experiences. Yeah. And not just sit by idle while watching people we care about suffer just because we don't want anyone to know what we've been through. Well said. Well said. And past the TD breaks, I've spoken. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking that AKA back, by the way, because I gave you that AKA yeah. a few months ago, and yeah. you haven't used it since. So since you don't want to use it, I don't know. I don't. I no, know. no, 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 no. I am past the TD fine, breaks, and that fine, and that TD breaks, and that Creflo holler. Oh. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, as always, you can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Do Podcasts! F- do feel inclined to do so if you like this episode, or don't. We like to keep it fair and humble over here at the Breaking Atoms Podcast. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com forward slash break the atoms, and our social. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at break the atoms. Uh, follow us, like us, uh, retweet us, and get in touch.